At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. and running on a Wednesday night from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas alongside Sean King, former Tulane Green Wave great. I am Tim Murray. A lot to get to tonight, some college football, some unfortunate news regarding a big-time quarterback in the ACC. We had uh, the star of the NFL, a.k.a. Dan Campbell, make his debut last night on HBO. So we got a whole lot to get to, uh, some uh, some injuries to get to around the NFL. But, uh, Sean, you are on a strive. I am. Uh, you let us know yeah. uh, that you are you have a goal in mind. I do. For the end of the week. End of the week? Yes. Okay. Let the people know what you are So I, I challenged myself this week, and I said, can I start the week with $100 and turn it into 10000 <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm sorry. I had something stuck in my throat. Uh-huh. Sorry. Mm. You see, this is why I don't. This is why. This is why I just can't with you. Good coffee. Yeah. So <clears throat> I actually started it yesterday. So I took a two-team parlay yesterday. I took the Braves run line. They covered. Never in doubt. I took under first five in the Cleveland game. It went under. I thought Shane Bieber was regressing back to his ace form, and he proved me correct. So I ended up with 368 bucks. I took the 368 today, and I played a two-team parlay over in the A's game, seven and a half. It ended up at nine, and I have the Braves on the money line. Braves are up 7-4. We're going into the top of the ninth. So my objective is to take these wins, continue to two-game parlay them, and then there is a preseason game that I love on Friday that I'm going to single better. Underdog that I like on the money line. So we'll see if we can get it done. I didn't want to present it to you guys until I saw if it was feasible, if it could work. But this is something that I think we may play, play around with, you know, during the course of the rest of 2020. 22. 22, I guess, right? Gosh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I know, man. By the way, just to, just to remind you, I'm I'm pulling for you. Tomorrow is August 11th. Yeah, I'm gonna lose a cigar bet. 
I, I did feel like the Reds, like what Votto told me was true because they did show a little more enthusiasm, a little more, mm-hmm. I guess, attention to detail when it came to playing. The issue was their bullpen. If, if they had just a competent bullpen, they're probably at least eight, nine, ten games better than they are right now. But it is what it is. And then because the bullpen let them down, they were sellers at the trade deadline and, uh, instead and of buyers. Well, they're also an, an awful baseball team. I, I think that's... They have some nice pieces. Okay. They're not complete by any stretch, but... They're, they're 44 and 66. It happens to the best of us sometimes. I mean, I'll list out the, the teams that they have a better record than in the National League. You ready? Well, you don't have to do that. No, I, I, I just want to do... I wanna, I'm going to list them, okay? You don't have to do that. You've already won the cigar bet. I just I want to list. It's mathematically impossible. Oh, because you never bring up St. Peter's at For all. Them, right? You never bring up But I don't St. go into detail. I mm-hmm. kind of throw it out there and I let it go. Got it. Yeah, I don't have to like create like this. Hey, if you can dish it out, you gotta be able to take it. Trust me, as much as I dish out, I can take. What I'm trying to do is take one hundred dollars and turn it into ten thousand over the course of one week. So far, so good. We need three more outs in the uh, Braves Red Sox game. Get us a little closer to our goal. Go home tonight, do some homework, try and find two plays for tomorrow. I actually got into a little situation in the A's over because if I would have listed the two pitchers, it would have been a no-action play because I think it was the A's that ultimately ended up changing pitchers, you know, right before the game. So – just something to think about, you know, especially when you're betting online and they give you those options. That would have been tragic and kept me away from my goal. But we're on it. Let's see if we can get it home. Just got a base hit, top of the ninth. Braves have one man on. It'd be really nice to add a couple insurance runs. So you had Oakland? Over seven and a half. And it ended up 5-4. Angels, Angels won. You needed extra innings. I did. But the crazy thing was Oakland – had, like, the bases loaded, I want to say, in like, the fifth or sixth, no outs, and hit into a double play and then a ground out and didn't get anybody in. There were a lot of runners left on base, and it still went over, but it is. You know. right. Well, we're, uh, the Braves are up by three, so that's You a, lose enough like that. It's good to win some. Well, you also had the White Sox last night on the run – or, excuse me, the Red uh, – Braves. Braves on the run line. With extra innings. <laughs> It was extra innings. They scored a run in the top of the tenth, and fortunately for you, the Red Sox also scored a run, and then they scored two in the top of the. That's 11th. the advantage of if you ever want to play the run line of making sure it's the away team, because you do get the full complement of outs. True. You know, if you get to the ninth or you get to extra innings, so you know it worked for me last night. You know, um, I'm actually fading the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox for me are auto fade the rest of the year. By the way, as of today, or this is prior to today, at DraftKings, the Orioles were plus 550 to make the playoffs. Now, that was prior to today. Their game against Minnesota was rained out. Tampa lost to the Milwaukee Brewers in extra innings. So as of this very moment, the Baltimore Orioles, sellers at the deadline, are tied for the final wildcard spot in the American League. It is uh, you know are, interesting? a fun team to watch. Is I think they're going to finish second in the AL East. Want a cigar about that? You know, I just, I'm looking at Tampa. Tampa's injured. I think Boston's kind of, I don't want to say anything negative about Boston until this game's over, but <laughs> if there is a team that has a high payroll that I think kind of looking forward to the end of the season, it's Boston. 
And for whatever reason, Toronto's kind of got that can't get right. You know, you look at that lineup and you you think the offensive explosion should be so consistent. You know, they're struggling. You know, Alex Manoa lost yesterday. You know, so they don't look like a team that's that's rowing fast upstream either. Baltimore's playing with confidence. I love them. They're yeah. they're an incredibly fun team to watch. A great team to cheer for. Have zero payroll, uh, and they they had a a goal in mind to tear it down, build it back up from from the farm system, and they're uh, certainly ahead of schedule. And that's why you saw them be slight sellers at the deadline, trade away their closer, trade away Trey Mancini, and uh, they've can continue to uh, to roll here. Once again, game rained out today uh, for the Orioles. Rays lose; they're now tied for the final playoff spot. Bigger issue in that division is the Yankees. Lost They've again been today. very, very below average since the All-Star break. Like, why they traded Montgomery at the trade deadline when I felt like their starting pitching was going to be their biggest question mark because they had so many guys I felt overachieving before the All-Star break. I knew they had to regress to the norm. And I, I just, that one, that one kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. I think based, Montgomery had something snipey to say about them. Well, based off of their uh, base running uh, late last night against the Mariners, maybe they should have got some, uh, some base runners. Well, Hater, that's the one thing Hater does exceptionally well is run. Well, Harrison Bader's hurt. Right. Yeah. So I, I didn't get that trade either, but we will uh, we'll see how that all plays out. Yeah, it's it's getting it's getting really interesting. Early what is Baltimore to win the AL East? That's why I brought that up. Uh I mean that's not happening. Just saying, if we gonna I mean, hey. I mean, look, you, miracles you, happen. No, because you already lit your money on fire with the Reds. So now I gotta try and get get some Ooh. What why why are you Ooh. What why what are you doing ooh for? Ooh. You want me to book your action? Nope. Okay. Just something to think about. You can let the people know? No, don't think about it. No, Baltimore, it's a win the AL East. It's something to think about. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It is not something to think about. It's a thousand to one. It's not something to think about. Yeah, okay. You thought about it? At the All-Star break, what were the Orioles' odds to make the playoffs? And now they're down to plus 550. They're, they're 12 games back in the division. I know. I'm just saying. They're playing really good. Yankees are playing poorly. Stranger things have happened. Nope. Nope. Do I need to say it again? I mean, you can say it as many times as you want. I mean, I mean, you you also can't. I'm not asking you to agree with me. I'm giving well, you I'm, I'm my my opinion. Well, I think it's yeah. It's, I'm not. I'm not trying to convince you to bet with me. You're incorrect. I might be. No, you are. Maybe. Maybe you, not. You are. That's, That's why they play the season out. Yeah, and when the season's played out, the Yankees will win the division. They might. They will. They definitely I stake mean, themselves. C- they stake themselves to a big enough lead. I'll give you what? Do you, how many cigars do you want? I'm not prepared to make that. I got to do some more research on Baltimore. I'm not uh, completely up on, mm. you know, their bullpen and their starting pitching. They like but, crab cakes, in but just not I'm not chickens. saying I'm not going to make the wager. I'm just saying I want to. I want to look at a couple of things. All right. I like teams that are hey, spunky, I'll, young, enthusiastic. They don't know that they can't catch the Yankees. I like the Orioles, and if. You know, earlier today when they were plus 550 to make the playoffs at DraftKings, I think it was worth a, a gamble. I went on Baltimore Radio today. I told them those odds. I said said, that's an interesting bet. I would never tell them to bet 1,000 to 1 on them. No, to win, I wasn't to win the trying division. to tell the listeners or the viewers to do it. I'm deciding if I want to do it. Now, if they decide to follow me and, and chase greatness, then it speaks to, you know, how they live their life. There's a reason we have such bright lights and we're in the studio. And places. Yeah, we're not in the sports, but we're in well, the studio. You know who pays these? Yep. Yeah, Circa. Circa mm-hmm. pays for the electric bill. Well, yeah, they, they know how to still continue to pay their electric bill. Um, 
More bad news for the Browns, by the way. Just before we end baseball, I might play like a little exacta Padres Orioles World Series. That's what I might do. Probably get plus a million on that, right? Why? Why do you? If you're gonna donate money, can't you find like a nice charity out there? I just was thinking about like there's poor, know, there's poor kids. You know, there's Aaron. Can you look that up for us? Yeah, what's the what's the the exacta? Tell me real quickly. Padres. How much Orioles. would you put on that? Like ten bucks? Yeah, maybe ten. Can't you? Ten twenty. Bucks. There's some people out there that would love ten dollars. Go up to Victory Burger. Well, Get look, yourself if, a if big I burger. if if I end up being lucky and right, then I can give a whole lot of people some cheeseburgers. Would not be right. You would be burning money. Stop burning money and burning currency. Isn't that illegal? Isn't that a crime? Dan Campbell, he's the man. It's the nightcap here on VC. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare cap on vsin the sports betting network Welcome back in. This segment of the Nightcap is being presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com at ZYN.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside crazy person Sean King, <laughs> I'm Tim Murray. <laughs> we, got, uh, we got Braves and uh, Red Sox uh, near conclusion, bottom of the eighth at Fenway Park. This would be a good result uh, and a smart bet by my colleague, unlike... Uh, some of the crazy things he was trying to say during the break. All I'm saying is at Cardinal McGee on Twitter agrees with me. Says he got the Orioles to make the playoffs at plus eleven twenty before the break. I didn't say anything. He says, I absolutely believe this team will make the wild card and possibly finish as high as second in the AL East. Okay. The Yankees would have to astronomically not be very good to drop out of first, which is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And I said hmm. I had I did not disagree. I told you I went on Baltimore Radio today. And said plus five fifty to make the playoffs was a very intriguing bet. I would I would be I would be open to making that bet. Now those odds are down. They'll be put back up 
either late tonight or tomorrow. It won't change for the Orioles, right, with them not playing. Well, the Rays lost, so they gained a half game, so they moved into yeah. the playoffs. But the so Orioles right. are playing the Blue Jays, right? The Orioles? Yes. Isn't that who they're playing? Aren't they in the series against the Blue Jays? Uh, the Orioles are playing the Twins. Twins. They were bad. supposed to play the Twins. They got rained out. Today. So they have a doubleheader tomorrow? No. Well, the, the Blue Jays got rained out today. Yeah, it was Blue Jays, Orioles. Yeah. The Twins are playing the Dodgers. Remember, I like Joe oh, Ryan. that's right. Yeah. yeah. So I just I, I did look up something for you. Uh, burning money is illegal in the United States. It's actually punishable for up to ten years in prison. So why won't you just let me live? I, I just huh? You know, well, I, to- I I didn't ask you to bet it. I told you that you know when you made your silly nonsense bet on the Reds, and you know you had like our friend Jared be like, oh yeah, here comes the Reds. Um, I told you go up to Victory Burger. Pretty sure that's not how Jared talks, but I get it. I, I get your point. Go up to Victory Burger, get yourself a great burger, have a beer. I didn't want a hamburger. I want, I'm a dreamer. I wanted to chase greatness. Well, you wanted to light money on fire, well, and then you lost bets with me, and it was a whole. It's a horror. Oh, I was up a little bit on I, my on my on my dream big fun. In my dream big fun, I'm up a little bit. Well, I mean, look, you, St. Peter's did that for me, so I'm up a little bit in well, that. I think fun. you've I think you've lost the St. Peter's. No, right? not at all. No, no, not at all. Okay, yeah, never lived that one down, huh? You're a funny guy. Aren't you losing right now to me? Pretty quite considerable. I loved, I loved all the bets I was able to book against you the other day. Well, we'll was, find out. I mean, that's the good thing about these. You know, when you make futures bets, there's no need to, you know, haggle back and forth about them. You know, months before we're going to know. I know. Or, you know, we'll get to them. I just kept reminding you. We will get to the bets. Kept reminding you, and both the Reds and the Brewers have played today. So on August 11th, which is tomorrow, the Brewers will be 16 games ahead of the. Reds, and you said they would be within five. Mm-hmm. Check. All right. I'm looking at our, our cigar bets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished pretty strongly. You know, I had St. Peter's. Yep. That was a win. I had Duke versus Texas Tech. You took Texas Tech. I won. I had Tiger makes the cut at the Masters. You said he wouldn't. You're skipping over a bunch. No. I, the only thing I skipped over was was uh, I won this one, too, because I had A.J. Griffin 11 That's or higher. Here. Right, because we moved it there. So I'm just looking at the ones. I didn't skip anything. Kansas, uh, flip the other That's page. That's the other page. I'm saying ended the cigar bets last year. I had St. Peter's plus the points. I had St. Peter's money line. I won both of those. Mm-hmm. I had Duke. You had Texas Tech. I won. I had Tiger makes the cut at the Masters. You say he doesn't. He did. I had Desmond Ritter not going in the first round. You said he would. I had Charles Cross going over eight and a half. Oh, in a draft, he, and you had under. Yeah, so I mean, I just want you to calm down a little bit. You, right. you, you're you jumping off the screen. Yeah, but those are, I'm just talking about recently. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a lot of wins for me. Yeah, they, I mean, those are pre-turning, you know. Hmm. That's a lot of Duke over one and a half seed Nova, which was a bad bet by me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all that stuff is. Don't, yeah. Don't pretending like you're, you're, you're down 6-2 right now. Which is fine. Yeah, okay. That's okay. Just, just a reminder, you know. Um, did you watch Hard Knocks last night? I did. Would you ever do up downs with your team when you were a coach? I have done it before. Have I've, you? I've run sprints, all kind of things with my guys. That's what good coaches do. So, are you buying in on the uh, the Dan Campbell belief here with the Nope Detroit Lions? Nope. Why not? Well, for one, it's really early in the season to be so emotional and be giving so many like rah rah speeches. Because the majority of the guys in that room aren't going to even be on the Lions. You know, I think you, you, what you're seeing is a, a first-time head coach 
who's second year. Still first time head coach. He's figuring it out on the fly. You know, he's an emotional person by nature. Um, but we'll see if that's sustainable. You know, the thing is, Tim, is in the professional sports, consistency will outlast and outweigh emotion. If that makes sense, if you can understand that. You sure. set the goals, you set the expectation and the standard, and you stay consistent with guys either meeting it or not meeting it. Then you save the emotional rah-rah speeches for those dire moments where you really, really need them. You know, I felt like there was a lot going on to say they were in the first week of preseason camp. Yeah. And also, when you look at their roster, I mean, as great a coach as he may be, as great a potential coach as Aaron Glenn is going to hopefully be, I'm sure if the defense is, is adequate, he'll be up for a lot of jobs. I mean, that roster is not loaded with talent. I mean, you, you're looking at it, and I mean, it, that, that roster not scaring anybody. So although I think they will be better, although I think they're in the process of maybe creating a foundation or something, that if they get everything right in the draft and convince maybe a free agent or two, of exceptional talent to come over the next two off seasons, they could potentially be like a playoff caliber team, but they're a long way away from that. Now, I mean, this is not like a huge, uh, immensely talented roster, just from a personnel standpoint. Over under six and a half right now, juiced to the over uh, at uh, minus one twenty at DraftKings. Um, and what were they last year? Uh, they went three thirteen and one. Last year, but they were they, they were, were competitive. They were a covering machine down the stretch. Right. So is this another ATS darling? Is this a team that surprises some? I mean, I think the majority of us, especially if they uh, they end up moving on um, from. So let me give you some stats. They didn't win any games on the road. They went 0-8 and one on the road last year. So that's the first thing. They got to fix. You got to be able to win away from Detroit. Uh, next problem. They were outscored by 142 points. So they were covered darlings, I think, down the stretch. But at the end of the day, when you look at it, it's a lot of points to lose by. So if you ask me if I'm betting six, over six and a half, under six and a half, I'm going under. I do think they're going to compete. I do think there'll be a team that kind of scratches and claws and maybe, you know, gives you some backdoor covers. But, you know, I don't see them winning seven games with the roster as it currently stands. Well, I think uh, if, you, if you do like the over, you're thinking of some aggression could be coming from the Packers. Maybe this buzz on the Vikings isn't, you know, uh, that legitimate. And then you have to think that the Bears could be the worst team in the NFL, which is certainly possible yeah. uh, with everything that's going on. If they end up trading – Roquan Smith, but, you know, I kind of feel like I, I knew what we were going to get to an extent from last night's episode. I knew Dan Campbell from all the media clips we had seen. This would be a guy that we that everybody would be talking about today. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love. And I'm just going to see how this how the market moves. I, I saw that BetMGM put out some numbers. I think it was 31 percent of the coach of the year bets are on Dan Campbell. No shot. He is now the favorite at BetMGM at 12 to 1. No shot. 49% of the bets are on Aiden Hutchinson to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. No shot. No shot. None. 
He got a long way to go, man. How can you say that Aiden Hutchinson, who then who has a shot? How could you I agree with Dan Campbell, but you can sit here and say that Aiden Hutchinson, who finished second in the Heisman Trophy last he year, did. has no shot at winning the Heisman. I just don't think he's gonna produce the, the numbers to get it. You know, I learned a couple of things from watching that. First of all, I think Panay Sewell is gonna end up at guard. I don't think he's long enough to play tackle. And I just think Hutch, his motor's where it needs to be, but he has a lot of experience, and he has to learn the tricks of the trade to be a consistent pass rusher at that level with the skill sets that he has. So I think eventually he's going to be okay, but he's not as big and long as Bosa and those guys. I I just don't see him getting a double-digit sacks. I don't see it happening. Not in year one. We'll talk more about the Lions a little bit later on in the show, but Sam Hartman out indefinitely for Wake Forest. What does that mean for the Demon Deacons? Check. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. And our weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes at DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon. Now to join the action, Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Alongside... Tulane Green Wave, great, Greater New Orleans Hall of Famer, Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and uh, we head to the phone lines to bring in a a friend of the program, writer for The Athletic, mainly focusing on both the ACC and Notre Dame and also co-hosts the Shamrock Podcast. It is Matt Fortuna, and Matt, uh, a, a, a sad day, but hopefully it can ultimately be a positive, but you know, not a ton of information out of Winston-Salem today. Uh, Dave Clawson did you know, say that ultimately he believes that his quarterback, Sam Hartman, will be out. But uh, what were you able to, to find, and what do we know right now uh, about the current situation surrounding this non-football injury uh, that Sam Hartman is dealing with? Yeah, Tim, you know, talking to people around the program and familiar with the program throughout the day, I mean, they, they were intentionally vague. I, I, I did sense a sigh of relief. I, I, I think something came up that, that was essentially a, a medical scare that, that either was prevented or wasn't as bad as it could have been. Um, according to reporters on the scene of practice today, Sam Hartman was was there, you know, in, in plain clothes on the sideline, laughing it up and, and spoke to the team afterwards. So, like, physically... And mentally, he seems to be fine and in a good place. And we all heard Dave Clawson afterwards say he expects him to return at some point this season. So it's it, it kind of open-ended right now as, as far as, you know, what's going to happen with Wake Forest football as far as the quarterback situation. Clawson said Mitch Griffiths, Griffiths will become the, the starter in the interim. Uh, but but look, from a football standpoint, this is a very significant loss. I mean, Tim Hartman's a guy who's played a lot of football. He's entering his fifth year. Uh, he started for, for parts or all of the past four years. He was a second-team All-ECC quarterback last year who helped lead Wake to one of the best seasons in program history and uh, had a lot of people went in Salem thinking this could be a team that could contend for an ACC title again. So uh, definitely some question marks about that team's you know, kind of prognosis, so to speak, 
uh, without Sam Hartman because he means so much to them. Uh, a couple things, Matt. First of all, follow me back on Twitter before I get upset. Uh, secondly, <laughs> <laughs> Wake Forest is a team that kind of was the fashionable like pick, you know, maybe not to necessarily win the ACC, but you saw they were in the top 25 in the AP coaches poll. You know, a lot of mention the Demon Deacons when it came to being competitive as far as trying to win it. Were you on this wagon before the Sam Hartman injury? And now that Sam Hartman looks like he's going to miss the, this season, who benefits the most in the uh, Atlantic division? Well, I just went on Twitter right now, and I saw you just followed me, and I'm hitting the follow back as we speak, so it's recorded for all of our audience right now. <laughs> My man. I, I, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a believer in Wake but before this news, and I say that because they won 11 games last year. They made the ACC title game, uh, and it's a very veteran team, and as we all know, a very well-coached team uh, ever since Dave Clawson got there. So I, I thought this was a team that was capable of contending for an ACC title. Now, look, their first ACC game is against Clemson, who's been a thorn in everyone's side of the ACC, but particularly in Wake Forest's side, um, really over the last decade or so. That's just been a hump that the Demon Deacons have not been able to, to get over. Uh, but I think when you look at a team like Wake, um, look, Sam Hartman's a fifth-year starting quarterback, and he's not even one of the oldest guys on that offense. They've got six and seventh year offensive linemen who, who have been in that program and played a lot of football. So I, I think the muscle memory and the continuity and chemistry of that team, particularly in this era when there are a lot, a lot of you know, higher guns for lack of a better term around the country probably gives them a leg up. But, but um, without Sam Hartman, I think that that changes. Now look, they, they've had, they've had to play quarterback relay in the past. In fact, Sam Hartman um, started as a true freshman in 2018 um, due in large part to Jamie Newman, the guy who was expected to start that year, um, getting hurt in the offseason because Kendall Hinton, uh, who was excuse, excuse me, Kendall Hinton was supposed to start that year, got suspended in the offseason. Jamie Newman was supposed supposed to succeed Kendall Hinton. He ended up um, get, getting hurt in the offseason. Sam Hartman got thrust into the role as an 18 year old true freshman starter. It was interesting to hear Dave Clawson today say essentially like our program's in a completely different place right now from a depth standpoint than we were back then. Like we are, we are built to withstand this. And I, I believe him. He's recruited uh, at a much higher level. And again, that's a very old and deep roster, but I just don't think you can easily snap your fingers and replace a guy who has as much football experience as, as Sam Hartman does. A guy who, uh, again, was a second team all ECC quarterback last year and then was primed to be one of the best quarterbacks in the country this year. I, I think that's a lot to overcome. We're talking once again to Matt Fortuna from The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at Matt underscore Fortuna. And, uh, you know, it, it goes to show uh, what this news means, at least in the odds. Uh, at DraftKings right now, Wake Forest is now all the way down to 22-1 to 1 to win the Atlantic Division because of this mm. news uh, that came out today. But let's stick in that division because I do think it's very interesting because the favorite, as everyone would expect, is Clemson. Uh, but not as big a favorite as they've been in recent years because of that October 1st uh, showdown against NC State. Now, you look at the schedule, and it's it's a, it's a it's favorable for Clemson, Matt, because they get NC State at home, they get Louisville at home, they get Miami at home. You know, this news with Sam Hartman, is he going to be ready by September 24th? They do go to Florida State. So let's start with the favorite because last year they didn't win the conference. Uh, they didn't win the division. Wake Forest did that. What are your expectations of Clemson, who I think to some to some people's surprise was rated number four by the coaches in the uh, in the first edition of their poll? 
Yeah, Tim, I think if you look at it on paper, no question, this is the best team in the conference. And again, on paper, I would agree with that number four preseason ranking. Now, um, they have a very similar roster to what they had last year. And as we saw, that they had a down year, at least by Clemson standards. They won only 10 games. They did not play in the ACC title game. They did not make the playoff for the first time in seven years. Uh, I, I was around them for their media day and around them in Charlotte ACC media days a couple weeks ago. Um, and what's the as much as we can read into this, like the vibes were good. Like there was no panic. They, they, they did not look at last year as this huge, um, you know, step back because they saw it as a young team that dealt with a lot of injuries um, and just wasn't ready, you know, to compete at the level that they were used to in years past. They bring back most of that roster. I think they have arguably the best defense in the country. The question is going to be the quarterback. Can DJ Uyangalale look like the guy who filled in for Trevor Lawrence in 2020? Or is he going to look like the guy who struggled throughout most of last season? If that's the case, I do think they have alternatives. Cade Klubnick, the true freshman five-star backup, uh, would probably reflect, like they had nowhere to turn when things didn't work for DJU last year. I think this year that now that there might be a little bit of a threat and they're all alter- there are alternatives, I think that makes you a little bit more confident just about what you have in that building on that roster moving forward, but it, it was a, definitely a season of change for Clemson, not just on the field with, with what they, they did last year, but they lost both coordinators. It's not easy to replace those guys, especially when they'd been in those spots as long as they had been. It, it's a little bit different, and I think it's a very, very important you know year for Clemson, obviously on the field to get back to, to playoff contention, but also off the field because, you know, that, that's not, you know, I, I don't say this, you know, with any disrespect, but it's not your traditional blue blood, mm-hmm. you know, power, right? It's not an old money power. This is a, a team that has thrived in the playoff era. It, as we've seen throughout this musical chairs of realignment, um, it's the old money, big TV draws that are the ones, you know, making moves here. It's the Texas's of the world who really haven't done anything <laughs> in the last 15 years on the field, but, but certainly carry a lot of weight from a brand perspective. And I, I just worry about Clemson if they have another, non-ECC title year back-to-back, do they fall kind of out of the, the national spotlight and what's that mean for them in the future uh, when it comes to realignment? You know, Matt, I think people are giving Clemson a huge pass. Um, I definitely think the best defense in the country is down in Tuscaloosa. I do think Clemson's starting 11 have a chance to be elite, but I don't think they have the depth they've had in the past. And the bigger issue for me is when you look at this offensive lineup, I think Will Shipley is big time, but Joseph Nada and Bo Collins are their – leading two pass catchers. And Nada's been there three years as a total of 48 catches. And Bo only had 28 last year. So it's not like the Clemson that we've grown to know where they have these 6-4, guys on the edges who are all going to be first-round draft picks. You know, I think it's going to be a challenging year for Clemson. I'm with you as far as breaking down that roster. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. Last year, the offensive line got a lot of the public criticism. I don't know if their offensive line was all that much worse than it was in recent years. I think, you know, in some ways they've been an anomaly as far as being a dominant program that's been able to succeed and put up big offensive numbers almost in spite of their offensive line. Uh, Will Shipley was a five-star signee two years ago and is a guy that they were high on last year, flashed a little bit when he was healthy last year, and I think he's going to have a big year this year. But to your point – Maybe it's coincidence, maybe it's not. Ever since Jeff Scott, the receivers coach, left to become the USF head coach after the 2019 season, Clemson wide receivers have been nowhere to be found, at least relative to the standard they set in the decade plus. I mean, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, Sammy Watkins, Mike Williams, Dartavis Scott, you name it. They were just loaded. It was if one guy got hurt, another guy would come up. Justin Ross. Uh, as a true freshman, when putting up that performance of the playoff against Notre Dame and Alabama in 2018. I mean, they're, they're 
it was a wide receiver U is what they call yeah. themselves on a Renfro. They wear the t-shirts in pregame and the last two years they have not resembled that at all. And, Matt, and, and that's obviously a concern, I think. We got a roll. That is Matt Fortuna stuff, from Matt. The Athletic. Good stuff as always. Follow him on Twitter. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide is coming in just a couple weeks. Start your football season on the right foot with the ex- with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become an all-access subscriber. Here at VSIN. Sign up early for a discount of $175. You'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us, $40 a month, and see everything VSIN has to up your betting game. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. Thanks again to Matt Fortuna from The Athletic for joining us. Always uh, always appreciate his insight. And uh, he'll, he'll get down. He'll throw a little... Uh, Throw a bet out there or two. Uh, that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Top of the hour. We continue our summer conditioning with a team I am high on, but Sean is not. That would be the Baltimore Ravens as we continue to make our trek through the AFC North. But I want to continue with the ACC. It's, it's a very interesting conference this year. Uh, and, you know, the unfortunate news, obviously, you, you, we hope and, and pray that, that Sam Hartman is indeed okay. Uh, it certainly seems, as Matt said, he was at practice today. He was talking to his teammates. It, it, at least on the surface, seems that he should be okay from a you know from a seriousness uh, injury. But when will he be back on the football field? That's what we don't know. Um, you know, Dave Clawson once again to reiterate said he will be back at some point this year. The unfortunate part on the football side, Sean, is that Wake Forest's two most difficult conference games happen. September 4th, actually, no, that's, that's incorrect. September 4th, though, they open against Clemson at home, and then they play NC State later in the uh, season. So they, they get Clemson early, they get NC State late. Um, I actually thought this Wake Forest team was, was due for a little bit of regression. Uh, wasn't a team I was racing to play there under, 
Um, but I thought road games at Florida State, at Louisville, and NC State were all tricky. Uh, Clemson at home, uh, they got blown out by Clemson last year, and I expect Clemson to be a, at least a little better offensively. And, you know, Army could be a tricky spot too. They couldn't stop Army, but also Army couldn't stop them. So all that being said, I wasn't expecting a repeat of a division title or I didn't even have in the wins. top three. You didn't have him in the no, top three? They ain't getting better on defense. They got yeah, I mean that's they the gave thing. up four hundred and four points last year, Tim. I that's more than everybody in the ACC except North Carolina and Duke. North Carolina and Duke were three and thirteen in the conference. Now they won some shootouts last year. I don't think you can live and die, you know, by trying to outscore people like that. I agree. So I did not have them. That's why I asked Matt that. I wasn't even when Sam was healthy, I thought they'd be a, a dangerous team, but I didn't think that they could, you know, maintain in the consistency from a win standpoint, giving up, you know, that amount of points. And nobody's talking about any upgrades they made on defense. Right. I mean, what Dave Clawson has done there. Amazing. Smallest enrollment of any Power 5 school. It is. It's, it's really is amazing. But, yeah, I, I was expecting them to be an 8-4 and four type of football team this year, which, once again. I would give them that with Hartman. Yeah, I would give them that. Surface, that's a, that's yeah. a damn good year for Wake Forest. But now with Hartman news, you know, being out there, the win total was tickled, trickled down to 7. But. Moving on from Wake Forest, there's been a ton of buzz with NC State, you know, a ton of buzz with Miami, Clemson coming in at number four in the coaches' poll. I am not, and you know, I know I when we made our cigar bet, I picked Clemson, but I'm not pounding the table saying, "Oh, Clemson, Clemson, Clemson." I'm with you offensively. Got a lot of questions. The thing that I like about Clemson to win the Atlantic and to likely win the conference this year but not a bet that I'm willing to make. I'm, I don't think this team, in my opinion, Sean, is good enough to lay any price. If I get a plus money, maybe it'd be something I'd look at. They get every challenging game, in my opinion, in conference at home. NC State's at home. Miami's at home. Louisville's at home. Now, they go to Florida State. Florida State could be tricky. Uh, that could be a, a, a you know tough spot uh, there. But that's why, ultimately, when push came to shove, I went with Clemson to win this conference because of that home game on October 1st against NC State and the fact that Miami has to go there on November 19th. They scored 342 points last year. Not good. Seven other teams in the ACC scored more than that. Not very good. If they don't get a ACC Player of the Year campaign from whoever's, whoever's at quarterback, I think they're a 10-3 team again. I'm just telling you that Clemson is in a – Who got better? Well, the thing is the amount of veteran quarterbacks that return in this conference. Now, Hartman, one of them's eliminated. But you got Leary at NC State. You got Cunningham at Louisville. Uh, the kid at Florida State's been there for four years now. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. You got uh, Van Dyke at, at Miami. The kid at Virginia is returning. Like, the conference has a lot of experienced quarterbacks that are going to be able to score. Even Nick Saban has realized you're not holding teams that have good quarterbacks, you know, under 20 points anymore. So at some point, Clemson's going to have to become explosive again on offense, which do, is why I mentioned Joseph Nada and Bo Collins. Do they need to be explosive? Sure. Yes. They lost two games in conference last year, one to Pitt mm -hmm. on the road with Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison. Both are gone. Mm -hmm. They lost in double overtime to NC State on the road. Both those games were earlier in the season. They won five straight games to close out the year. 
And I think this team, while they won't be dynamic, I'm not saying that, I think they'll be improved offensively. And I think with that defense, Sean, that's all they need. And I don't think this is a team that necessarily will make the playoff. But I think when you look around, I'm not impressed by the ACC this year. It's a fine conference, but I get all the buzz from NC State. Are they ready to go to Clemson and win that game? Are they ready to beat Clemson in back-to-back seasons? Maybe. I mean, that's things we're gonna find out. I, I I'm just saying, if you Clemson, like, if Clemson like is, I, I, yeah, I if Clemson's playing games where they're only scoring 20 points, 17 points, with the with the amount of experience the other teams have at quarterback, and the lack of depth that I think exists in Death Valley right now, I mean, that's trouble. The most points they gave up in a conference game last year was 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were in dog fights with Georgia Tech. Boston College, like fourth quarter. That's true. If, if 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 one bounce of the ball goes the other way, they lose five games last year. But you can argue that they they lost in double overtime to NC State. Isn't that one bounce yeah, of the ball but the other my, way? My point being, the Clemson that we've grown to know and love, that we just attached 10, 11 wins to every year, was a team that was scoring points, that had first round players at quarterback, that had first round draft selections at wide receiver. All I'm simply pointing out is. That's not what's at Clemson right now. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. So I'm not arguing with anybody that says their defense is going to be elite. But my point is, don't you think – my thought is the defense, yes, they lost Brent Venables. I think the defense gets better, and I think the offense can only get better. Well, we're going to find out. In my opinion. No Tony Elliott, no Jeff Scott, no Brent Venables, no first-round so, no first type players at wide receiver – and based on what DJ has shown us through about 450 attempts, no draftable player playing the quarterback position. It's the first time you can say that about Clemson in a long time. I, I honestly, I don't know what to expect from DJ because he was a five-star recruit. He did, when he came in for Trevor Lawrence, play very well in those two games, and then he was, he was bad. There was just no ways around it. So at some point, I mean, Clemson, you mentioned the cupboard being bare. They got the number one recruit. And I didn't say bear. I said it's not elite not like it used to be. I mean, he, he, he named the receivers. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, Sammy Watkins, Artavius Scott. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mike Williams, like, all of these are first-round draft picks. Their top two guys are a guy that's been there three years named Joseph Nada, who's the most catches he's ever had in a year is uh, 31. And then the second guy is Bo Collins, who had 28 last year. And if they were in the SEC or the Big Ten, I would be agreeing with you, but they're in a conference that doesn't frighten me this year. I understand the quarterbacks are good, but guess what? That plays into the hands of Clemson, in my opinion. Well, then you should, you know, lay the, what is it, minus 225 on Clemson to win it? See, now you're spinning my no, I'm not. My words. No. All I'm saying I'm is not, I don't think they're a minus $2 favorite to win the ACC. No, the minus $2 favorite to win the division. Well, to win the division. Minus, I, I don't think they're a minus $2 favorite to win their division. Well, it, it all comes down to the NC State game on October 1st where they'll be a bigger I'm than not a minus $2 favorite. I'm not willing Who's going to beat them? Because, Sean, remember this. If they win that game, NC State now has to win I, I'm not. I'm not. Game. I'm not. Sitting here advocating NC State, they got to prove it to me. Someone's well. got to win that division. You're right. Someone does. Last year it was Wake Forest. I wouldn't have been sitting here Ain't preseason happening. last year. I told you Clemson's going to lose three games, I but I wasn't did. saying Wake Forest was going to win the Atlantic. Well, you're high on Miami. Pitch me why they're on the other side. Well, I just to think I think Mario Cristobal is a huge upgrade at head coach, and then I love the quarterback Tyler Van Dyke. Miami has NFL athletes everywhere. 
I think Mario Cristobal gives them that edge, that discipline, that attention to detail, and they're getting rid of the fluff. You know, the turnover chain and all that extra stuff and games they're losing, they're getting rid of all that. Miami's going to be tough. You know what? I tell you this, though, for the past two decades, Miami has always over-delivered that, that preseason hype. We're going to find out. We'll see. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. Check out the VEASAN store for the... At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.